Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 238 on Monday the 3rd of June 2013. I am your host Stephen Layton and I am still a bit jet laggy. Australia is a very, very, very long way away. But I shall pick myself up off the floor, um, I will get loud, I will get excited, it's time for the news! See, I can do excited. So, the farm that you had the coffee from last week, um, that was on the brew bar and all the rest of it, made fourth and third in the World Barista Championships. Team El Salvador using the Bourbon version, finishing third, and my best buddy and uh, friend Colin finishing fourth with the Pacamara that we shared. Um, lots of fun in Australia. Uh, I really wish I hadn't brought this leg back, lag back with me, but I had such good fun. Um, but yes, anyway. This week's coffee is from Nicaragua. Our latest container was waiting for me when I got home, uh, which is more than exciting. Um, lots of great coffees in there that we're going to see over the coming weeks and one that we are going to see today, um, which I'm super, super excited to share with you. And guest blend time. This month's is called Yo-Yo Here We Go in honour of World Yo-Yo Day uh, on 5th, the 5th of June, I think it is. And every bag comes with its own free has-been yo-yo. Everybody needs a yo-yo! And no decaf this time, I promise. Um, but there is a little video. Now it's time for 20 seconds on, and this week it's going to be on Nicaraguan coffee industry. So let's do this. And coffee production in Nicaragua has been an important part of its history and economy. It's one of the country's principal products. Um, the areas most suitable for cultivation of coffee are Managua Department, Diramba, San Marcos, Ginetepe, and Navona Segova. Um, but basically, most of the great coffee has come from Matagalpa and Ginetega. Uh, agriculture makes up 60% of Nicaragua's export, um, and it's one of the poorest countries uh, in is the poorest country actually in Central America, uh, and in fact, it's the second poorest uh, country in the uh, Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, Nicaragua's had a tough time. Uh, up until, like, early 90s was embroiled in a fairly nasty civil war, which the scars are still very visible of, and still a politically unstable country. Um, but the coffee we're going to talk about today is called La Escondida, which is from the Ginetega region. Um, and Escondida, translated from Spanish to English, just means hidden. And that's because the farm is proper, proper hidden up a mountainside. Um, you really cannot see it from the road and, and from, from, from anywhere until you're actually in there. 
The farm is massively young, only first planted in 2006. Um, and basically what the Maresh family did that own it was identified plots and identified different parts of the farm that would had different soils, different temperatures, um, and looked for different varietals that they could plant there. The varietal they chose for the majority of their farm is unusual, as in it's Katayi, which you don't see so much in specialty coffee. Um, but this was selected because it's on the mountainside and it's fairly exposed um, and uh, the weather conditions uh, can get very windy uh, very quickly. It was thought that Katayi could be a good varietal to play there. Um, Katayi is related to the yellow Katura and Mundanovu plants and is a hybrid. Uh, best grows 800 metres above sea level. Uh, very prevalent in Brazil. A um, little bit in Central South America like this. Um, it's a dwarf varietal plant so it doesn't grow very high. Um, and this is part of the reason why it was chosen. Very high yielding. Um, uh, the fruit doesn't fall off the branch easily uh, because of it being so small and low to the ground. Internodes are very close, um, so it doesn't need lots of wind cover, um, which, is, which this farm just cannot have. Um, and it's just a really well-organised, great varietal to have in this farm. Um, some of the downsides, uh, it's high yielding, so it doesn't always taste great everywhere. Um, but, but that's pretty much it, and it really does work here. Um, so it's a brand new farm and uh, there are problems with brand new farms sometimes they don't start off being amazing straight away this is because lack of skills uh, lack of people to who know how to pick and look after it uh, but also the chance for the the plant stock to establish itself but this really worked for me on this farm and this is because it's the Maresh family there's a farm next door to it called San Jose that they've owned for a very long time um, and Basically, they've used the people that were there to come and help and work on Escondido. They put a farm manager in charge who really knows what he's doing. Um, he's really organised like all of the pickers, all of the processing. Um, and lots of the processing is done on the farm. Some of the processing is done at the mill, which is uh, around about three quarters of an hour, an hour's drive away. Um, but yeah, they do an ace job. We should talk about the numbers. So the country is called Nicaragua. Uh, the uh, nearest municipality, I guess you call it, is uh, Lipulo, um, Department of Ginotega. Farm manager actually is called uh, Boa Martinez Montenegro, I think. Uh, 92 Manzanas coffee area, of only which three is used for protective kind of stuff. Altitude of around about 1200 metres above sea level. Um, has varietals on there of Bourbon, has this thing called Java, I prefer Longbury. Uh, and this Katayi uh, and Katura, they also have yellow Katura. Uh, everything from the farm is washed, processed. And I think that's everything. So it is time for the wonderful, the most amazing, the most fantastic map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. Okay, so. What do we normally do in these situations? We go down to Has Been Towers and very quickly we come back up and we're gonna go across to yours and my favorite part of the world, Central America. So let's look at some more detail. So um, yes, number of coffee growing countries as we've discussed in the past seven, which is all of the countries in Central America. Population of just shy of 42 million. And you can see there, double the surface area of the UK. Um, I think we often think that Central America is a lot bigger than the UK and it really isn't but we're interested in focusing down on 
one of my like the first country I ever visited, a producing country. Um, so a very special place to me. And you can see that we've got two farms there that we kind of buy from um, at the moment that's, that, that's on the site, lots more to come. But let's look at the country. So the country's Nicaragua, tiny population, 5.8 million, um, when it's about half the size of the UK. Um, and uh, the capital is Managua. So you can think population to space, there's an awful lot more space for the people there to be living in. Uh, <clears throat> one of the biggest Central American countries. So you can see Limoncillo and Escondida, and this is a really good shot to just show kind of the, the, roughly where they are to each other. Um, there's not like lots of distance. It's, it's around about 45 minutes drive. But we're going to focus down onto Escondida. Now you see those roads. You've got like a a, a very thin, sharp thing that says roads. That is Escondida. That is the the, the outside of it. Um, so that that gives you an idea of the boundaries of the farm. And we should look at the details. So Dale the Co is telling us that it's called Finca Escondida. It has an altitude of one thousand two hundred fifty meters, around about. Uh, the varietal is Catayi, as we've discussed a lot about. And um, the nearest town to the farm is Ginatega. Uh, which uh, very famous coffee growing town. Uh, there's an awful lot of farms around that. In fact, just to the right, there's a, there's a farm that we know. So this is a beautiful view of the side of the mountain. And you can see the lake just in front. Now you see that yellow line just ahead. Um, if we can kind of, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but if I can zoom up to that yellow line, um, that is Honduras. And there we go, look there. So that's Honduras. So it shows you kind of how close um, it is to the border of Honduras and um, yeah, this is this lake here, these islands. You can actually buy one of those for around about twelve thousand um, dollars. So it's uh, it's it, yeah. I want to grow, buy one and grow coffee on it, and we'll have it as island coffee. So uh, yeah, that's they're very cool. And that was the map bit. So glue, glue. How do you do? Give us a fact for today. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Although Stephen said that Katayi you don't see so much of in specialty coffee, 50% of the acreage in Brazil is Katayi, mainly because of its super high yield. It needs a special set of circumstances and a special set of growers to make it tasty like this though. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Really interesting. I didn't realise there was so much planted in Brazil until I started doing research for that, and obviously Roland told me. So last week on the Wheel of Death we had Aeropress. This week we are replacing it with Cantan. Cantan? Can you can if you want to. Right, uh, Wheel of Death, where it goes, nobody knows, and nobody cares. We have Lungo. Actually, Lungo is quite good because. Uh, yeah, I, I have a story to tell you about Lungo that I shall tell you uh, when I'm back with you in just a moment. Okay, so we're back. Gonna go straight into the espresso. Mm. Now, this coffee is kind of, for me, it's it's quite different to the other Nicaraguans that will be coming on over the next few weeks, and quite different to Nicaragua. It's very floral. There's a lot of acidity, there's a lot of upfront acidity, and you get that in the espresso. But there is an underlying caramel sweetness as well, which cuts through. But I'm kind of going to say it's like lemon. So, like lemon, zesty, zingy, but with this underlying sweetness that works really, really well. 
So let's go into the milk. Okay. It doesn't work so well with the milk for me. Um, it gets lost a little bit. There's nothing kind of to fight its way through to the top. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't really, doesn't really do it for me. You get a little bit of the sweetness, but that's pretty much it. So, Lungo. What is Lungo? Lungo is an espresso that's pulled a little bit longer. Now, you know last week I was in Australia at the World Barista Championships, and one of the signature drinks was actually something like a Lungo, but it was changing the tamping and the, um, the amount of coffee that was used, and it, it, it was quite different. It reminded me very much of something that um, Slayer have come up with, the Slayer Espresso Machine, a US manufacturer that we distribute here in the UK, where you use nine grams of coffee, uh, you don't tamp. You just put it in the porter filter, you let it run on pre-infusion for, and you'll see on the screen there's a little kind of clip of it kind of running away. This one ran for 60 seconds, just on pre-infusion until it was a full cup, um, and then you drink. Let's go in. Not for me, not for me at all. And. The, the one at the WBC, uh, they were doing at St. Ali in, uh, in Melbourne, because it, it was the Australian competitor that did it, uh, where you could actually go and try this drink. And I did go and try it, and I really, really didn't like it either. Um, for me, it's just badly pulled. Like, it's badly pulled espresso. And badly pulled espresso isn't going to taste great. No matter what you, how you try and dress it up, or hope that the espresso machine can come, become a brewed method I just don't think it works my opinion other people disagree with me they're wrong um, <laughs> listen an espresso machine is for making espresso brewed coffee doesn't need to be reinvented for, for, for me that's not great and I know how great this coffee can be as a brewed in fact after I finish recording this I'm going to go and brew some of it so I can actually taste something nice um, we should go into the pin board of doom um, this was sent in to me by uh, Darren uh, Riemann uh, Daron has been on Pinboard of Doom before, but uh, this was after we did the Woke Natural on the um, uh, on the In My Mug. He was so impressed with it, he went and bought five bags of it. I know a few of you uh, have tried the Ethiopian uh, Gadeb and have thought that it's right up there with the Woke, but thank you Daron, uh, thank you for keep sending me photos. Please, 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 more Pinboard of Dooms would be ace as I am desperately, desperately running low. Okay, I'm going to finish, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to go and sleep, because all I want to do at the moment is sleep. Jet lag is horrible. Um, this is the worst I think I've ever suffered. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.